What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Vision Podcast. I'm Dixie Lovett, the Director of Women's Ministry, and I am delighted to be reading God's Word with you today. Today, we will be continuing in Joshua 7, but just to kind of put it in context, since we're starting in the middle of the of the chapter, let's uh, be reminded of what where we are here. Uh, so the people of Israel um, broke faith uh, in regard to the devoted things, which we'll learn more about that in our reading today. And they actually were defeated at the Battle of Ai. And Joshua was tearing in his clothes. He was before, face down before the Ark of the Lord. So he's there at the presence of the Lord and he's questioning the Lord. Why would you do this? Why would you allow us to be defeated? And how? what's this going to say about your name? Where, where is your credibility? So that's kind of where we are. And we begin in verse 10 um, in my Bible, which is the ESV that I'll be reading from. It's titled The Sin of Achan. So join me as we begin reading. The Lord said to Joshua, get up. Why have you fallen on your face? Israel sinned. They have transgressed my covenant that I commanded them. They have taken some of the devoted things. They have stolen and lied and put them among their own belongings. Therefore, the people of Israel cannot stand before their enemies. They turn their backs before their enemies because they have become devoted for destruction. I will be with you no more unless you destroy the devoted things from among you. Get up, consecrate the people, and say... Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow, for thus says the Lord, the God of Israel. There are devoted things in your midst, O Israel. You cannot stand before your enemies unless you take away the devoted things from among you. In the morning, therefore, you shall be brought near by your tribes. And the tribe that the Lord takes by lot shall come near by clans. And the clan that the Lord takes shall come near by households. And the household that the Lord takes shall come near man by man. And he who is taken with the devoted thing shall be burned with fire, he and all he has, because he has transgressed the covenant of the Lord, and because he has done an outrageous thing in Israel. So Joshua rose early in the morning and brought Israel near, tribe by tribe. The tribe of Judah was taken. And he brought near the clans of Judah, and the clan of the Serahites was taken. And he brought near the clan of the Serahites man by man, and Zabdi was taken. And he brought near the household man by man, and Achan, the son of Karma, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, was taken. Then Joshua said to Achan, My son, give glory to the Lord God of Israel, and give praise to him, and tell me now what you have done. Do not hide it from me. And Achan answered Joshua, Truly, I have sinned against the Lord, the God of Israel, and this is what I did. When I saw among the spoil a beautiful cloak from Shinar and 200 shekels of silver and a bar of gold weighing five, 50 shekels, then I coveted them and I took them. And see, they are hidden in the earth inside my tent with the silver underneath. So Joshua sent messengers and they ran to the tent. And behold, it was hidden in his tent with the silver underneath. 
And they took them out of the tent and brought them to Joshua and to all the people of Israel. And they laid them down before the Lord. And Joshua and all of Israel with him took Achan, the son of Zerah, and the silver and the cloak and the bar of gold, and his sons and his daughters, and his oxen and donkeys and sheep and his tent and all that he had. And they brought them up to the valley of Achor. And Joshua said, Why did you bring trouble on us? The Lord will be tru- bring trouble on you today. And all Israel stoned him with stones. They burned him with fire and stoned, with them, stoned them with stones. And they raised over him a great heap of stones that remains to this day. Then the Lord turned from his burning anger. Therefore, to this day, the name of that place is called the Valley of Achor. Wow, what a punishment. What a way to end this chapter. But let's uh, talk a little bit about some of this and break it down maybe to get a little uh, clearer understanding. Um, The problem is that Achan had sinned, and because they were a covenant community, his sin was affecting the whole. But in there, in the very beginning, they had sinned. They had done wrong. Israel, considered as the one unit, God viewed Israel as a single unit. They had transgressed or they had violated, uh, as the Lord said, my covenant. And here, probably this covenant is referring to the Ten Commandments. Uh, and they definitely violated that. Uh, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not steal. You shall not covet. All of those were broken for sure, and some others. But it could also refer to the covenant that uh, we read about in chapter 6, where the Lord says, But you keep yourselves from the things devoted to destruction, lest when you have devoted them, you take them any of the devoted things and make the camp of Israel a thing for destruction and bring trouble upon it. And that's really what has happened here. He had challenged them to keep themselves away from the devoted things and not to take them, but Achan did. And because he did, it was bringing trouble on the whole uh, covenant community. But as we read on, um, one of the things that stood out to me is where um, the Lord says, I will be with you no more unless you destroy the devoted things from among you. That seems kind of harsh uh, from a loving God, but really it's what happens to us when there is sin in our life. God is a holy God and he cannot be with sin. And when we have sin, unconfessed sin in our life, um, we are separated from him. He is, I don't know about you, but when I'm harboring something that I know I need to confess, I do feel that disconnection um, from the Lord. But he said, if you just destroy those devoted things from among you, then he would be back with them. And then he tells them to get up and to consecrate themselves. And Pastor Brady was teaching us this past Sunday about what that consecration meant. And basically, it's almost like a time of cleansing. It's a time of cleansing themselves, the clothes, abstaining from sexual relations, basically purifying themselves, setting themselves apart in anticipation of what the Lord was going to do. And we learn here that the next day, they're basically going to be standing before the Lord as the lights are cast. So let's talk a little bit 
about that. Some commentators said that this is kind of like um, a story of crime and detective story in this standing before the Lord and by this means of like divine lights. But the this is a means by which the Lord indicates his choice. We see it a lot in the Old Testament where there's casting of lots um, to decide different things, even um, at the crucifixion of Jesus, there were lots cast to choose who was going to get his cloak, um, which is one thing that I thought of here as I was reading through this. But in this instance, it's most likely a process uh, called Urim and Thummim. And uh, it's basically, they have two stones of two different colors, a bright color and a dark color. And uh, it's something that the priest did and the priest kept them. And it was really the, at that time, the best way for them to hear from the Lord, to seek direction from him, seeking a yes or a no answer from the Lord, uh, apart from God speaking directly to his people. But the people stood before them, the tribe of which is like the large collection of families descending from one ancestor, the clan a little smaller, and then the household, and then the family, and then, of course, man to man. And I'm reminded here, um, as I was reading this, is that I am responsible and I will be held accountable for my own sin. Uh, even though my sin can affect the community, it can affect those around me, it has a ripple effect, I will stand alone before the Lord one day. Uh, and that's what I thought about, I thought about uh, in this instance even back then, even back in Joshua, each man, even though it affected the entire community, he was held responsible for his own. Um, one of the things, too, that I thought about is like uh, where Joshua was, was telling Achan that um, to give praise to the Lord God of Israel, to give him glory and give him praise. And the footnote in my Bible uh, told me that this word praise in Hebrew is called todah, which can mean a confession as well as praise. And here, that's what uh, Joshua is asking him to do. He's asking him to confess uh, to the Lord and just basically tell the Lord what you've done. Don't hold back. Tell him what you've done. And then that's exactly what he did. He told them that he had taken, he saw a beautiful cloak and all of this gold and silver. He wanted it for himself and he took it. Once again, my thought went to Genesis 3 and the account that we have of Eve in the garden when she saw the fruit on the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And it says in Genesis 3 that it was a delight to her eyes or it was beautiful and that there, the tree, there was a desire from the tree to make one wise. So there was a self-benefit. It's the same temptation desires that are experienced by Achan. It was a beautiful cloak and really enough silver and gold that would amount to a year's, year's wage, and he coveted them. We do that too. Today, we see things that are beautiful. We look at things for our own benefit. That's what can get us caught in that trap of sin when we're doing things for self and we're not thinking about those around us. But uh, as it stood, we went on and we... Um, we heard all about this terrible um, punishment that was because he had broken the covenant. And uh, I feel like in Joshua 25, when Joshua said, why did you bring, bring trouble on us? Um, I think Joshua had the heart of not wanting this to happen to Achan. 
he uh, didn't want Achan to be punished. And so he was struggling with that as well and saying, why did you do this? But there is still a punishment that goes along with it. And he said, the Lord brings trouble on you today. Um, we don't know for sure. I know I had questions myself when it said they burned them and they stoned them with stones. I had questions in my own, like the whole family. Uh, we don't know that for sure. There's different stances on that. But what we have here is the word them. So it could be them, his family. It could be um, them, um, his possessions, his livestock that was mentioned earlier. Um, <clears throat> one, of the, one of the days the Lord will tell us, but we do know that it says that the Lord turned from his burning anger against them. So what are my takeaways today in the scripture? I think first and foremost, it's about the sin in my life, not only the sin of Achan, but the sin in my life, because we aren't much different from Achan. We are sinners. And also a reminder that the sin um, affects those around us. It's, I don't sin in isolation. My sin affects those around us. And that my sin angers the Lord. But more importantly, my sin separates me from the Lord. One day I will stand alone before the Lord for my sin. But you know, our sin reflects that we have a heart problem. Achan had a heart problem. He desired and coveted. We have a heart problem. But the good news, the good news is because of Jesus, we can confess, we can repent, and we can turn away from our sin. And he is faithful to forgive us. Proverbs 4.23 encourages us to guard our heart above all else, for from it is the wellspring of life, or from from our heart. Everything you do flows from it. But I'm encouraged as well, and I'd like to leave you with this today on how to guard your heart from Philippians 4, 4 through 8. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be, be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Through Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, we can guard our hearts. So folks, guard your hearts. If any of you today would like to speak to someone more about this, you can go to our website, newvisionlife.com, and you will see prompts for next steps, and someone can be in touch with you. Thank you so much for joining us today, and I hope that you have a great day. I hope that the Lord blesses you, that you see His goodness in your day today, and please join us again tomorrow as we continue reading about Joshua and learn more about the Lord our God. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.